Welcome everybody to the Natural Born Hunter podcast brought to you by Mountain Ops. Mountain Ops is a fine sponsor of this show and they make great products and they're great people. If you would like to get 20% off your next purchase of Mountain Ops, enter the code NBH20 at checkout and boom, got yourself 20% off. Also, if you are interested in a nice pair of Maven binoculars, one of the best pairs of binoculars you can get for the price. Check them out. Totally customizable. And when you enter the code NBHGIFT at checkout, you'll get yourself some free Maven swag. So check them both out. They're great people, great guys running both companies. I can't say enough about them. Without further ado, here's the show. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue our mini-series on the Trained Hunt Challenge. And today we have Jesse Wise, who is going to be the director for the Oregon Trained to Hunt Challenge, as well as the Reno, Nevada Trained to Hunt Challenge. Welcome to the show, Jesse. Thanks, Will. Thanks for having me. So, man, you got to be pretty stoked. You got the lead-off event this year. Down in Nevada, first time there. What can uh, athletes expect heading in? Man, it's uh, it's been a heck of a time, you know, coordinating everything. Um, but I got some good guys down there, um, Dave Baronio and uh, Mike Iazzi from Cabela's. And uh, Cabela's is the main sponsor down there this year. So, um, and it's the it's the first event, you know, of the Train to Hunt series and the first event in nevada so um but what you can expect is um we're kind of you know going off of um the um like social aspect of train to hunt i like that it's a it's a for me train to hunt's always been about um the camaraderie Mm -hmm. you'll hear that a lot from guys um in it, on the videos and stuff, but it really is. It really truly is about the camaraderie, about the the athletes coming and and just becoming part of this family. Um, you know, a lot of like-minded individuals, bow hunters. You know, um, moms. You know, <laughs> you, um, I drug my wife into it and uh, got her shooting and running and everything. So um, they can come and expect. We're starting it off with a. Uh, Friday night at Cabela's at 5 p.m. We're having a uh, pre-party and uh, hors d'oeuvres and come and meet people. And um, Tim Burnett from Solo Hunter is going to be there hanging out. And uh, Kenton and I and my, my whole family is coming down. So, And uh, also Trevor Neestrath, the uh, men's open uh, champion from last year, is going to be down there uh, competing, actually. And he'll be there. Um, along with a bunch of other, bunch of other cool people. Very cool, man. Sounds like you got quite an event to kick off the season. Yeah, it should be fun, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm chomping at the bit right now, man, to get down there. We got, you know, three weeks out until I leave, um, to get down there and set it up. So, yeah, I'm excited. Wow, it's only three weeks away, man. It's only three freaking weeks away, man. It's crazy. Jeez, time goes by fast, doesn't it? It's way too fast, way too fast. So uh, what can people expect from the uh, venue and course? Well, 
you know, the uh, course is going to be held out at Wise Ranch. Uh, Brandon Wise, a guy down there that owns, and I'm not related to him, so, uh, but uh, he owns some property. Um, Mike Ozzie down at Cabela's knew him, and uh, so he said, yeah, go, go for it. You know, we'll throw it up there. And, um, so it's, uh, it's going to be, it's like right above, you know, kind of in between Carson City and Reno, up in the hills, up above Lake Tahoe. So um, there'll be some elevation going on, and, uh, you know, I'm not really sure what the elevation is. I guess, you you know, you go look it up, but uh, the elevation. Um, just, you know, I mean, it's just going to be, I've seen the pictures of the property. I haven't been on it yet, but it's going to be, uh, I mean, we want to start it off right, you know, so. Heck see. yeah. You can't really, you can't really tell really how you're going to set it up until you get there, you know, so Kenton and I are going to get there on Thursday and, uh, feel the property out and, and go from there, but you get there's going to be a lot of energy, you know, a lot of good people running it. And, uh, you know, I mean, the the national champion, you know, men's open national champion is going to be down there. Dave Baronio from uh, Outback Outdoors is going to be running it. You know, I don't think Tim Burnett's going to run because he doesn't like to run. I've heard. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't blame him, man. I don't blame him. <laughs> how, how are you doing, by the way? As far as running. Oh, <laughs> uh, so much running. So much. <laughs> I did another eight miles, I think, tonight. Just trying to get... I'd like to get mid-40 miles-ish this this week. That's the goal. Nice. Last week I got 46 in, so I'd like to get around there, maybe up. Maybe one of these weeks, because I only got two me- two weeks left of this part of the program. And maybe either this week or next week, I'm actually going to try to hit the 50 mark. Just really go for it. But it's funny, man, because now I look at like six miles and under is like a light snack. And eight miles is like, to me, a a good run. Ten miles, I'm still feeling it. After after that eight-mile mark, my body's like, hey, what are we doing here? (laughs) Maybe maybe you should stop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's cool, man. It's cool to do something – it's it's easily my biggest weakness has been endurance and running, so it's very cool to be doing it. Uh, my coach has me using a metronome, so I have my pacing for my steps down. Uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I've never used that before, and I think it's really improved my running. Uh, he said before, I was a slow plotter. Which I don't think is a good description <laughs> for somebody who's running, <laughs> to be honest. No, it's not. That's probably me too, man. Yeah, you know the pain, right? Oh, dude, it's that's my that's my weakness is running. Yeah, right. So I'm slow. I take two. I don't take enough steps, I guess, and uh, I was he- way heavy in my heels. So that's that's changed, and it's funny because in the beginning. Getting into it, my feet would hurt and my legs would hurt a lot. Like not a lot, like hurt, but just be sore and really tired. Now, low back too. No, never the lower back really. I think that was good from from doing the CrossFit, good going in. But like, other than things getting tight and after after like a ten mile run, just like maybe a little knee soreness yeah. from beating it out there, I I feel great. So that's pretty interesting. My only 
my hardest problem now is keeping up water wise and food wise you know because when you're burning that many calories because i'm also doing workouts monday wednesday saturday it's it's hard for me to get uh that much food in yeah and sometimes you don't feel hungry you know what i mean like you can work your butt off and you get back and you're like ah i'm not that hungry it's weird i never feel hungry after a workout until like an hour and a half, two hours after. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I have to force myself to consume food now after workouts. Yeah. My wife will be like, did you eat your breakfasts? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, you didn't eat one of them. And I'm like, I know, but I got caught up working and the stuff. And she's like, listen, you got to keep on it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. But it's tough, you know? It's tough. I mean, these are just excuses. I got to kick my ass into gear get it done but what, what would you recommend people out there uh going in from your experience they, they should work on what are the biggest things you would put your time and energy into man i mean you can't you can't ever go wrong with uh shooting i mean just working on your your uh your shooting um anchor points you know getting your muscle memory um into shape with your bow because um, there's nothing that goes out faster than when you you are just your heart rate is you know skyrocketed, and then you try to sit there and hold on an animal, um, on a target. You know, it's just that's I mean from I this will be my fourth year doing the train to hunt um, qualifiers, and uh, it's uh, yeah from my first year to this year it's gonna it it will have changed a lot, but. Over the years, I've noticed my shooting's gotten gotten like way better. Yeah. Just because I I train I practice. You know, I'm shooting every day, whether it's you know at 10 feet or you know 60, 70, 80 yards. If I can get if I can get there. So. You know, muscle memory. I'm glad you said that because train to hunt. You know, it's the closest you can get to training for uh, a hunt, and the biggest carryover from the training to the life. I would say is in the shooting aspect of it having confidence in that muscle memory i'm glad you said that that muscle memory that will take over for you if you have trained it you know when you're you're your mind's going a million miles an hour and so is your heart you know your body can carry you through the shot you don't yeah. train it though no, what are you pulling on yeah exactly and, you know, I've watched guys, you know, pretty fit guys, too, you know, I mean, their brain, you know, we all, we all want to think that, that we ha will have it together no matter what, but, man, that oxygen, you know, you're, some of these events are going to be at, you know, 7,000 feet, you know, and maybe higher, you know, in Colorado and stuff, and it's, uh, <laughs> your brain goes, goes to places where you don't think it'll go, you know, I've watched guys completely miss like half of their reps on workouts just because their brain goes away yeah you know and in a competition much like in the hunt that pressure you have yourself under a lot you know a lot of time your mind starts playing these tricks on you yeah and i've had it i took a crossfit level one cert course or i don't forget what it's called i think it's called level one course uh to get the coaching certification or whatever and i went to take that test man 
my brain disappeared on me. <laughs> First five questions I couldn't even read. I was looking at the paper going, what am I going to do? I can't even read these first five questions. It's been so long since I was in school, you know. I, I, the only thing I could draw in my mind was I remember in school, I'd go to the last page and start working backwards, right? And so I did that, turned all the way to the last page, and boom, there it was. I could take the test. I took the test all backwards, passed, but for some reason I could not take it forwards. Yeah, and that's one of those weird things is when that pressure's on you, you don't know what's going to happen. But if you have that muscle memory to rely on, your body can take over when your mind fails. Yep, yep. And I mean, I, you know, you know, strolling Instagram and and Facebook and stuff, and seeing everybody's uh, posts about how they how they're training and how they're you know getting prepped for all this these competitions that are coming up. It's uh it's good to see that, you know, because like the first year I did it, all I did was just run, you know, I didn't mm -hmm. know about the, the train to hunt online or anything. I just, I just put a pack on and ran a lot, um, as much as I could. And dude, I got my butt handed to me, <laughs> you know, I mean like the first event I, I showed up, it was in Boise up at Bogus and, uh, and I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, I saw an ad with Kenton with his shirt off running and I was like, dude, this looks interesting you know yeah like, that's what you're I, thinking huh <laughs> <laughs> well it was in a hunting magazine you know in, i think it was in eastman and, and i'm i'm sitting there going what is this you know and it's just it seemed like something that was cool you know it was right when spartan race and right. all that was getting started and i'm like i want to do that but then it was like it was like spartan race with a bow i mean how you know how much better infinitely that, cooler infinitely. yeah yeah i mean you get to shoot stuff right oh uh, yeah and so and so I was all in, and so I signed up, and I went to Boise and and showed up. And, dude, I mean, I want to speak to everybody out there that, that's, like, looking at this, and you see all these guys, you know, with their big muscles and stuff and their shirts off and all that. And uh, there's those guys that do show up, and they are intimidating. But, man, just the fact that I showed up, and I was, like, nervous as heck, man. And I was – you know, freaking out. And I was like in the first heat, you know, and I was against two trad guys and they murdered me. <laughs> I mean, like, like I missed two targets and I was doing extra burpees and I, they, I mean, they, they mutilated me and it was like an embarrassment, like almost. But then as I'm coming down the hill, dude, they were, I mean, those guys and everybody that, that, that was there was just cheering me on. And I was last place, like in the whole <laughs> thing, last place. And, but they were cheering me like I was in first, you know, and it was like, and I was like, oh, okay, they're just like, it's all, you know, they're just like, yeah, good job, you suck. But it it wasn't like <laughs> you that. You thought you were getting sympathy applause? Exactly, exactly. I thought it was all sympathy applause, and uh, but it wasn't, man. I I mean, I've I've got people that are still some of my good, best friends in the hunting industry that I met there, you know, and. Um, and I can call them up on the phone right now, you know, and it's just, it's, it's such a cool environment that, that Kenton has created with Train to Hunt and that everybody that shows up, we have everybody's back. And the simple fact that if you show up and do this, it's, it's victory enough, you know, I mean, yeah, there's people that want the gold, right? We don't, we don't run races just to run the race. We run, we run the race to win the race, you know, but 
in the end, the 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 gold is the fact that you are now connected with a bunch of people that have your back, and uh, and that you get, you know, um, I've gotten so many different um, just like connections with hunts and and with people just um, giving me pointers on on how to shoot better or how to stalk better or how to you know what what I need to do for elk or what I need to do for mule deer, you know, I mean, just the connections are endless that I've got. I mean, I, I met you too. Yeah. Well, it's better yeah. than that, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so having, having being a veteran of these competitions and now being a director, where do you think people might under prepare for this event? What do you think sneaks up on them? Man, I under prepare is uh, I I think here here's a good example. Um, a post I saw on Facebook was like, "Hey, how many reps is this and that?" And you know, what are we? What are the movements and all that? And like they wanted to set up a train to hunt mock course, which is brilliant, right? Mm-hmm. But the the under prep is to just train for that amount, right? Right. Just, just train right. for the 15 reps, right? Um, you want to train harder, right? <laughs> yeah. Mean, you want to train more than you're actually going to do. You know, yeah. you want to you want to bust through as many walls as you can bust through. Um, and most of it, you know, is mental training. It's all mental, man. It's like I find myself um, with my running. Um, I have a mile-long driveway about – you know, 600 feet of elevation. And, uh, and so I drop down and I run up and there's always that, that spot I know on the driveway that I hit that is like, okay, now it just got real. Go time. This, this just got real. It's like my, my lungs are burning. My legs are saying, walk it off, dude. <laughs> and I'm saying, <laughs> no, I want to run it. Right. And you're like, no, uphill. It's time to grab the other gear, put this yep. baby turbo. Yep, yep. And I so, love that part of the run. That's probably the best part of the run. Everything up until then is just getting you to that part of the run because that's the the training that's going to convert into the mountains. That's the training that will convert into the competition and into life, being that person who in your body's saying, um, you know what? I think it's time to walk, Jesse. I think we need to slow down. I think we can go get yeah. some water now and you know breathe yeah. comfortably. And you, yeah. your mind has to say, forget that. We're grabbing this gear. We're putting it to the boards, and we're yeah. we're putting the hammer down and going for it. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that's it right there. It's that mental training. Uh, all I mean, while you're physically training, you know, you're just busting your mind through into places that you haven't been before. And then when you get there, train to hunt trains you to be able to perform that shot ethically on that animal that you just chased down you know that's the thing you go do runs like that or training like that every day you're practicing not giving up every day you're practicing working through discomfort every day you know you're practicing you know hardening your resolve and that's the things you really don't think about when you're doing these physical training or some of this even the archery side of the training yeah yeah and it all, I mean, it all, 
it all kind of meshes in there together if you're if you're training like that. Um, and I think another uh, mistake that people make is they just go for a run, like I did the first year. I just ran. I never ran and then shot. You know what I mean? So I never shot with an elevated heart rate. And uh, and that's that's the other mistake is don't put your bow down. Run with your bow. Yeah, get used to it. Get yep. used to everything you're going to have to do in competition. Yep. What's your favorite part of a train to hunt event? Oh, by far the people, man. Just hanging out and, uh, you know, John with people and, and meeting new people and meeting old, and seeing old friends. I mean, like the camaraderie part, man, is, is the best part for me. There's a lot of weirdos, though, right? No, I'm just kidding. Well, you. you. <laughs> myself. Myself would be leading that charge. <laughs> no, man. Everybody that shows up is pretty cool, man. And the people that show up that aren't that cool or that are just, you know, cocky as heck and want to, you know, want to prove something, you know, they don't stick around very long. I don't think the, that cockiness lasts. I don't know. Maybe it does last that long. Maybe I have not enough people. I. Yeah. I don't know if that cockiness can last that long in that environment because it can become such a humbling environment so quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. It totally is. And, uh, you know, and, and I saw it last year in Oregon, too. Um, just, you know, a lot of guys showed up, and it was kind of like, you know, like this – there's there's a lot of good guys. I mean, number one and number two came from Oregon last year, and there's just a lot of fit dudes. Right. And uh, and man, they uh, you know I mean, you know a lot of you know guys you know doing their you know strutting around and stuff. You know, I don't know if it's like trying to intimidate everybody or what, but um, at the end of it, man, everybody was kind of high fiving and you know, giving each other bro hugs and all that. So it was all, it was all happy time, but, uh, it was, it was pretty interesting watching all these, you know, all this testosterone just clash, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the thing though. If you're good at strutting around, you're going to strut around. Yeah. Yeah. You do what but, you're good I at. Mean, it's, it's, it's cool to see people change too. You know, it's cool to see this, this hardness, Kind of be like, you know, and that, I mean, that comes from nerves, basically. It's just like, uh, I want people to think this of me. And yeah. it's just like, well, dude, that if you go through this course and you hammer it out and, and you kill it, you know, people are going to enjoy it. If you get your butt handed to you, people are still going to pat you on the back and say, great job, you know. I never got the opportunity to act hard. Because two of the first people I met at my very first Train to Hunt Challenge were Luke and Gabe. And they were basically treating it like a family picnic. So, yeah. you know, just talking and hanging out, getting to know everyone. Like, I was like, all right, well, I guess this is how it is. Sounds good to me. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. it was pretty. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like one of those church potlucks, you know. That's exactly what it was like. That's exactly yeah. how it were, you know. Let's say. Get to know each other. All right. I guess we're sharing now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I have some of your uh, mountain ops there, bro? Yeah, pass the talking stick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. They're, they're, they are just wonderful challenges. I'm stoked for the one in, in uh, PA here. 
which people, yeah. if you have not signed up for PA, Nevada, or the Oregon event yet, get your butts out there and sign up. Yeah. Let's fill them up. Nevada's it, coming up, man. And that's the thing. You want to surround yourself with these these great people, this great energy, this great vibe. I read a statistic that you're most like the five people you hang out with the most. They rub off on you the most, and those are the attributes you pick up. So why not surround yourself with just as many great, hardworking, awesome, motivated people as you can? And that's who Train to Hunt's attracting. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Oh, and uh, also, I want to touch base before um, we end this thing. But uh, in Oregon, I'm kind, I'm just trying to take train to hunt social level to the next level. I like right? that. I like that. So um, this year in Oregon, I got, um, if you can see the shirt. Jimmy Herman. Jimmy Herman. So tentatively, you know, if, uh, if he can – if he can get away from uh, Carrie Underwood for a little bit, you know, he said he would come out to Oregon, and uh, we're going to have a pre-party in Oregon as well, and Jimmy Herman might just twang on a guitar a little bit. Fiddle. Sing some songs. Fiddle player, right? Fiddle. Yeah, well, guitar, fiddle, whatever. Man. I love he's, the fiddle. He's, he's an epic musician, man. Yeah. Oh, so, I love me. I'm looking forward to that. So he's coming out to Oregon. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to have a good time, man. That's awesome. Now, I mean, he's welcome to come to Pennsylvania if you would like. I'll just throw that out. <laughs> oh, it's a little closer to Tennessee, where I believe he's from, than Oregon. Yeah. I'll have to ask you afterwards how you pulled that off, because I can't even get him on our podcast. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just lucky. I know. You know what? I'll put you in charge. Get him on the Natural Born Hunter podcast, because we will love to have him. Okay. Did I ask I'll you if he's going to compete? He is actually going to compete. In Oregon. In Oregon. Why is he going all the way to Oregon? PA is so much closer. Dude, look at this face, man. I had That's a good-looking face. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. It is a very attractive face for everyone out there hearing this and not watching it on YouTube. Jesse James Wise is a handsome fellow. And I mean that in the most heterosexual way one man can say it to another man yeah yeah people would be like no because they see my wife and they go how the hell do you pull that one off <laughs> i'm not saying i thought that out loud but maybe silently <laughs> to myself yeah <laughs> which is less i guess mean <laughs> no dude it it's all good i know i know we all married up right oh definitely definitely <laughs> that's one thing about hunters we're good at hunting. We're good at what yeah. we do. You know, we all we, you get better than you deserve. Yeah, yeah, sure. I, although I don't, I don't know if there's a woman bad enough out there for what I deserve. <laughs> so, so rapid fire, real quick, before we wrap this thing up. Words of wisdom, Jesse Wise. Words of wisdoms for anyone out there who has not done an event. And is thinking about doing it. Yeah. Words of wisdom would be uh, first. First things first, man. If uh, if you are in any shape, size, doesn't matter, man. Get out and do it. Just get off the couch. You know, um, 
just do something, right? So um, just come out. Um, if you are way too intimidated or think that you cannot do this, you can volunteer to, to just judge. And that that's one that gets you out there, that gets you around. I've seen it happen where guys will come out, volunteer, and then they're signing up for the next event or next year's event. And this year uh, we've made it so that every volunteer that shows up in an event to volunteer gets a free entry into an, this year's uh, another qualifier for this year. That's awesome. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a free hundred bucks, man. <laughs> you know, Can't you beat just that. Like, I like you just got to come out and volunteer and help out and, you know, count reps or, or you know, get the scorecards done and all that. So, yeah, it's it's it'll be awesome. Just get it, get your butt out to an event and experience it. Heck, yeah. All right, man. Let's hear it. Event dates and locations. Go. Okay. So all of them? Two of them. The two, two you're doing. Okay, the two I'm doing. Nevada at Wise Ranch down out of Carson City in Reno area, uh, April 23rd. Area 51. Area 51. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you'll have to give Nevada. the dates again. I stepped on you. <laughs> so Nevada is April 23rd and 24th. Uh, we're going down there. The pre-party at Cabela's starts at 5 p.m. on the 22nd. Um, July 9th and 10th at Cascadian Bowman outside of Eugene, Oregon. Um, and the pre-party will be most likely on the Friday night before that, so on the eighth. Man, you just run. We're running pre-party on pre-party. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do, man. I agree. I like these these ideas. These are great ideas. I figure, you know, there's a lot of people that are hanging around talking and stuff, and and I just want to get the conversations conversations started before the event so that they can get into the meat of the conversations. And there you go. I like that. I like, Man, you're just a regular social primer. You're like hosting Southern Gatillions <laughs> and stuff out there at your events. Is there a dress code? No, man, no. I mean, clothes, but, you but know. You can wear clothes. Please wear I'm wearing clothing. clothing. <laughs> and PA is clothing optional. That's how we roll. <laughs> Well, it is Eugene. It is Eugene, Oregon, man. I'm not. It's like the hippie capital of Oregon. So no shirts, no shoes, no problems, brother. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right, everybody. And if you want to sign up for the Baden PA event, that is July 16th and 17th, I believe. Uh, head on over to traintohunt.com. Sign your ass up. You know, become a part of the movement. You know, be a doer, not a talker. That's that's all I got to say. How about you, Jesse? Yep, do it, man. Sign up. All right. All right. And for the uh, Natural Born Hunter podcast, get out there, work, hustle, hunt.